the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is a Friday. Let me tell you what you got coming up because we got a good show for you today. Uh, Chris Corbett will be by phone. Robert Steinbach is already here in the uh, studio going through his massive decon- uh, decontamination process that he does. Uh, you know, you should just wear, uh, you know, a hazmat suit or something. Well, you, 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 saw, me, uh, <laughs> you saw me previously. Uh, yeah. I was doing that. This yeah. Is, this is mild. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then uh, seven oh five, uh, Gina Martin's going to slide by because I got to tell you what, the media flan- fanning the flames of this whole thing about uh, this variant uh, is is causing businesses business. I mean, it really is. And uh, then we'll have uh, Matt Smith in, and we'll tell you what we thought about. The Suicide Squad. I will definitely tell you what I thought about it, and uh, I know it's not it's not Robert's cup of tea. I found it highly, highly entertaining. So uh, I'll talk about it uh, with you in the last half hour of the show today. So we got a lot to talk about. First of all, the uh, legislature will get together t- this morning to say we're done. We're leaving. And they haven't dealt with the mask mandate, the piece of legislation that they passed during the regular session. So there are no mask mandates allowed at this time. There is a lawsuit right now that's been filed by uh, Pulaski County, and I forget which other school district has joined with them, to uh, to say that, no, uh, no, 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 we we should be able to tell our children to wear masks. Uh, it's going to be interesting then that the governor may have to call them back into session. We'll see if that happens. And uh, so that's out there to talk about. Uh, I've been talking to people when I talked about businesses telling their people they have to be vaccinated. They go, well, under the Constitution, we can't. I said, wait a second. Have you ever heard of Jacobson versus Massachusetts? And they go, no. And I said, well, the Supreme Court decided that, yes, a business can tell. In fact, the government can tell people they have to be vaccinated. They had a problem with, uh, I think it was smallpox is what it was at that time. And back in 1905, smallpox was like a death sentence if you got it. Uh, And anyway, Bottom line, the Supreme Court ruled that in 
the cases of something like that, the government could tell the individual that their individual rights had to bow to the corporate rights. So we'll talk about that as well. I I sent a copy of the law and uh, and all that to Chris. I sent it to to uh, to Robert as well. I was surprised. I had a couple of people because there's a piece of legislation out that was saying that they wanted to try to pass that said um, the state could pass a law saying that businesses could not force people to get vaccinated. And I asked them specifically about this particular Supreme Court ruling because it's been used as late as 1998, I think, and has been upheld every time. And in fact, it's only gotten stronger, which always worries me when the when the the judges start talking about, well, you know, we gotta we can take that precedent and make an even bigger precedent out of it, you know. So, uh, I mean, does that worry you that they took something that was a minister who was told that he had to be vaccinated or pay a fine and was in big dollars back in in nineteen oh five? It was a hundred twenty twenty dollars. $150 back in 1905. That's a lot of money. And uh, or be vaccinated. And he took him he took this all the way to the Supreme Court. It was Massachusetts that was doing this. In fact, at that time, did you know I was reading about this that the police could actually take you and uh, take you down to get, get you vaccinated. I was unaware of that. They could they could use their powers to force you to be vaccinated. Well, the Supreme Court ruled with Massachusetts on this, and uh, so yes, an uh, an employer can tell his employees that they have to be vaccinated. I, I'm surprised that more people aren't talking about this, Robert, about the, the, the that particular case. What do you think? Well, uh, we're planning the the Senate Judiciary Committee. It might be the Joint Judiciary Committee of the Senate and the House here in Arkansas is having this week, this coming week, a hearing, which I will testify on um, in dealing with, of course, constitutional issues. Uh, Put aside, mind you, that I've been told at least so far that I can't teach constitutional law at the law school. Did you hear me talking about you yesterday? I mean, your ears had to be burning. Oh, they were ringing and burning, (laughs) you know. Uh, And it's it's remarkable that. But but you see, of course, Dave, you well know the reason that uh, um, I can't teach constitutional law at the law school, at least so far, is because they want to hire a brand new uh, professor to teach it yeah um and so no doubt that is more in line with what the school thinks well about of course they want to hire a leftist right to <laughs> to continue the leftist indoctrination uh, at the re-education was, camp yeah. uh but of course don't worry they'll be able to hire someone else with three ivy league degrees a fulbright scholar published uh, uh dozens of articles a book on the uh, on, on arkansas law right. that is the treatise that you know Who's i don't like to brag <laughs> I have no but, idea who that guy is he's talking about, yeah. Chris. Is this somebody you see in the mirror every morning? Well, well, oh, huh? Huh? Me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just, but this is the thing. It, it, across this country and at this law school, we have an environment in which it is leftist indoctrination. They don't want a conservative to teach in their law schools. Oh. Okay? And I'll tell you this. Big surprise. 
There has never in the history of this law school been a conservative and a Jew who's taught constitutional law. <laughs> never in the history. <clears throat> you want diversity, Dave? That's diversity. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, especially that, that you're Jewish and you're conservative. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and they have had neither teaching at the law school. There was once a libertarian who dared to make a conservative comment, and they booted him out. They booted him out. Who was that? Rick Peltz. And what was his conservative comment? He started to discuss affirmative action, not oh, necessarily no. in a way that I would do it, but nonetheless, oh. started to discuss affirmative action. One of the holy grails holy of the Holy grail. Left. He might as well have put his foot on the third rail in the, <laughs> uh, in the subway station in Manhattan. You can't do that. Yeah. Uh, and indeed, it was exactly that issue. You're not allowed to talk about this. This is the big whisper campaign. Well, you've written articles about that's this. That's right. That's right. I am the definitive expert in my school on this topic, but I can't teach it. Yeah. No, sir. Because, hey. I, because God forbid, I might let slip out yeah. a conservative perspective. I got you. I got, and, and, and that's what's so wrong with academia today. Hey, listen, uh, Chris, I sent you that uh, Supreme Court case. Did you find that interesting? Uh, yes, sir. I'm reading it right now. I'm stunned by it. Yeah, I mean, look, all this argument, and I've been talking about this on the air, that, that uh, the uh, – now, I knew that businesses could tell people they had to be inoculated or they could be fired. They could be terminated. However – what I did not realize about that law, uh, by that uh, judicial case, uh, case uh, before the Supreme Court in 1905, is that the government itself could compel you. You know, it's, it's kind of like uh, an exorcism. You know, the blood of Christ right. compels you. Uh, you know, the, 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 the Supreme Court, if it was brought up before them again, if they, if they ruled with what they came up with in 1905, which I think is a legitimate way of looking at it, uh, they can force you to uh, to be vaccinated, uh, you know, whether you want it to or not. Did that surprise you? It, it does. And I'm looking at it right now. It says, uh, they ruled that it's within the police power of a state to enact a compulsory vaccination law. Yeah. To be clear, anyway, it does, there, there's some, it's kind of it's kind of wiggly, and it's for the legislature and not the courts to determine. That's so correct. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, I have to. I'm not to digest this case for you, Dave, and 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 report back. Um, because what it brings, what it also brings up is the the case on the Japanese Americans that were here in the United States when we interned them into camps. Yep. When um, you know Pearl Harbor happened. So, uh, that, of course, they eventually ruled that that was not right. You can't do that to American citizens just because of Japanese heritage. But in the in, in the interim, they did it out of safety for the American citizens and the, and the Alleged, country. Of course, to be clear, it wasn't for their safety. That was the yeah. the, the pretense, the allegation. And this is what we see all right. the time with government. They put on a pretense, uh, and the courts... Uh, too often, not always, though, of course, as Chris Apley points out, uh, too often defer uh, to the pretense. And the fact is, courts need to be better at looking past pretenses. Mm, that's correct. Uh, Rob's right on it there, Dave. So they this alleged safety, right? And it goes back to what we've heard several times. Was it Benjamin Franklin or John Adams, the man that trades 
uh, security for safety shall have neither. I forget the quote. Yeah, that's basically, um, I don't know if those but, are the exact words, but that's the import of it. You're yeah. exactly right. Yeah, he mm-hmm. said the man who's willing to give up a little freedom for a little safety in the end will have neither. That's right. You know, I heard, right. they all... I heard one of these leftist politicians these days, uh, it may, may have been a Republican, like I say, one of these leftist politicians these days say something like, well, aren't you worried, by the way, I meant like a rhino, uh, 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 aren't you... Um, uh, 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 you should be most concerned about uh, people dying. Now, just to be clear, and I say this hopefully every time, uh, I, I am vaccinated. I have taken extreme precautions. If you're watching on Facebook, you see me come in and clean Dave's office like I'm the cleaning crew. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, it's I, the truth, man. It's true. Uh, I think the vaccine is a good thing to take unless you have some specific contraindication. I recommend it to people. Um, and I think that mask wearing by choice is a good idea in certain contexts. And in fact, I described, I think, last week on your show how I wore a mask to an event that I went to and I... Was, I think I was the only one there wearing a mask, and nobody gave me a hard time, by the way. No. Uh, so uh, with all of that said, when they say, well, isn't the most important thing uh, your, your life? Well, how many times have we aptly talked about, and by we, I don't mean those folks on this show. I mean Americans. Talked about how many Americans have gone to foreign lands to fight for people's freedoms, and given those soldiers have given their lives for those people's freedoms. So life is not necessarily the highest goal for freedom-loving people like good Americans. We believe that freedom is perhaps the apex virtue that we should continue to pursue. Now, of course, I don't want anybody to die, and I certainly don't want anybody to die from this virus, and that's why I recommend the vaccine. But I also don't want to be the person that tells them what they must do, because guess what? One day, one of these leftists that we've just been talking about that prevents me from teaching constitutional law at the law school would tell me what to do. You can't vote for Donald Trump. You can't do this. You can't believe in conservative values. And how are you going to stop that? And I heard some of these so-called conservatives who don't understand what freedom of speech is about say, well, but they're wrong and we're right. Really? Really? That's your limiting principle? That's nonsense. Yeah. We got to get a break in. Let's get a break. I just want to come back and look at this case because so, so many things were going on in this case that are directly the same as what is going on right now. It's, it's really amazing. Uh, don't forget about East End Towing. They are there to help you. It, it's not just that they'll come out and tow your car either. You know, they do a whole lot more than that. Uh, no matter the situation, for instance, you lock your keys in your car. They'll show up and help you get out. You get a, you get a flat. You need somebody to help you. They'll come out. They'll come out and serve you so that they make your day a better day. Let's just put it that way. I mean, if the tow truck is with you on the side of the road, there's something that has happened that's going to make your day bad. But they're going to do as much as they can do to make that day better. You give them a call at 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849, and they will help you. Remember, they belong with... Arkansas Tow and uh, Recovery Board, they're licensed, they're insured, each truck is permitted. They, they, they've they got all the T's crossed and all the I's dotted. That's East End Towing. Call them, 
if you need some help. All right, so Chris, let's uh, let's take a look at this real quick and the similarities in what was going on in 1905 and what's going on now. In fact, this this happened in 1902. They said that they had an outbreak of smallpox. I think it was smallpox, if I'm not mistaken. And they were giving free vaccinations for adults over the age of 21 if the municipality determined it was necessary for the public health or safety of the community. Adults who refused were subject to a monetary fine of $5, which is the equivalent in 2020 dollars of uh, 150 bucks. Uh, it was smallpox that they had the problem with. The Board of Health of the City of Cambridge, Massachusetts, adopted a regulation ordering the vaccination or re-vaccination uh, of all its inhabitants. A, a pastor by the name of Henny Jacobson had lived through an era of mandatory vaccination when he lived in his uh, home country of Switzerland. Well, pardon me again, Sweden. They both start with S, so what do I care? Uh, in Sweden. Uh, although the efforts to eradicate smallpox was successful in Sweden, Jacobson's childhood vaccination had gone badly, leaving him with a lifelong horror of the practice. That's a quote directly from the suit. Jacobson refused vaccination, saying that, quote, he and his son had had bad reactions to earlier vaccinations as children and uh, that Jacobson himself had been caused great and extreme suffering for a long period by a disease produced by vaccination. Jacobson believed that his family may have some sort of hereditary condition that made the smallpox vaccine particularly dangerous. Because of his refusal to get vaccinated, Jacobson was prosecuted and and fined the $5.00. Over the next three years, until his case reached the Supreme Court of the United States, Jacobson argued that subjecting him to a fine or imprisonment for neglecting imprisonment. All right. Hear that again. Imprisonment uh, for neglecting or refusing vaccination was an invasion of his liberty. The law was unreasonable, uh, arbitrary and oppressive, and that one should not be subjected to the law if he or she objects to vaccination, no matter the reason. Okay, so we've set it up now. We've set up what the defendant said. Here's what the decision said. Justice John Marshall Harlan delivered the decision on a 7-2 majority that the Massachusetts law did not violate the 14th Amendment. The court held that in Every well-ordered society charged with the duty of conserving the safety of its members, the rights of the individual in respect of his liberty, may at times, under the pressure of great dangers, be subjected to such restraint to be enforced by reasonable regulations as the safety of the general public may demand, and that real liberty for all could not exist under the operation of a principle which recognizes the right of each individual person to use his own liberty, whether in respect of his person or his property, regardless of the injury that may be done to others. Furthermore, the court said, 
that mandatory vaccinations are neither arbitrary nor oppressive so long as they do not go so far beyond what was reasonably required for the safety of the public. In Massachusetts, with smallpox being prevalent and increasing in Cambridge, the regulation in question was necessary, and this is in quotes, in order to protect the public health and secure the public safety. The court noted that Jacobson had offered proof. Now, here's where it comes to it. It just... These arguments are the same ones we're hearing even today, all right? It says that uh, there was proof that there were many in the medical community who believed that the smallpox vaccine would not stop the spread of the disease and, in fact, might cause other diseases of the body. However, the opinions offered by Jacobson were more formidably by their number than by their inherent value And what everybody knows, the opposite theory accords with the common belief and is maintained by high medical authority. Therefore, it was left to the legislature, not the courts, to determine which of the two modes was likely to be the most effective for the protection of the public against disease. Interesting that in 1905, in fact started in 1902, that they were arguing the exact same things that we are arguing now, is it not? All right, we got to take a break, they're telling me. So let's take our break, and then we'll I'll pick it up with you, Chris, since I was talking to you, and get your take. Don't forget that Cabot Emergency Hospital wants you to know you don't have to come all the way down to North Little Rock or Little Rock to get your emergency taken care of. Uh, I mean, they're 100% physician-owned. There's always a board-certified emergency physician on duty there, 24-7, 365. They don't close their doors and turn out the lights at any time. I talked to several different people that have gone by uh, the emergency hospital and got their uh, COVID shots now because uh, they suddenly uh, realized that not being inoculated might not be a good to get this variant and end up killing you. Uh, they're open 24 7 365 they got a complete uh, radiological suite with x-rays ct scans bedside ultrasound mri on-site lab a pharmacy that's on site they will see you quickly they will get uh, some treatment for you and do it very very fast because your emergency matters they know you don't want to wait and they're going to help you get back to life faster that's uh, Cabot Emergency Hospital on 89, right there at 67167 on the side of the road at, uh, where uh, David's Burgers is. So you can go and get some stutures or whatever and then go have a burger at David's Burgers. It definitely will make you feel better. Just let you know. Cabot <laughs> Emergency Hospital. That's what. Yeah, I love David's Burgers. And as I always said, hey, I, I like their chicken. and a hamburger would be fantastic. That, that's true, you know. Um, but, um, how are you, Dave? Uh, 12 stooches and a, and a David's hamburger. I'm great. <laughs> well, the Heart Hospital uh, used to be next door to the Heart Hospital was Krispy Kreme. Yeah, Krispy Kreme right. open there. Right, because you go in for you know, two uh, jelly donuts and an angioplasty. That's it. Right. Go in. Yeah, cause, because donuts are nothing more than lard and uh, flour, basically. Krispy Kreme was not uh, Oh, no, was not Dave. What? They're, ha- they're happiness, too. They're a little <laughs> bundle of happiness. I love Krispy Kreme. Let me tell you what. When I worked in Indianapolis, they were two blocks down from the station. 
I would yeah. come in to go to work, and I would drive down and around by them. Just if if the <clears throat> if the warm light was on, I stopped. Oh, because there is nothing like a Krispy Kreme when it's warm. You put that in your mouth, it just it just evaporates. It's so. I got to go get a donut right now. <laughs> I need a donut right now. So, Chris, uh, there's so one good. thing I'm confident of is that you don't need a donut right now. <laughs> No, that's right. I need a whole dozen. Exactly. Exactly. A one donut's going to keep you off balance. You need a whole dozen. Well, that's just, you can't tease me like that. That's like giving me one bite of David's hamburger. Exactly. You get one bite. You get one bite. Well, you don't even get a bite. You just get to run your nose by it. Oh, man. You just get to smell it. That's all you can do. You can't taste it. Ooh. Now i got to have a David's hamburger and a donut for breakfast. <laughs> Go get one of those uh, one of those. Uh, burgers that they have that they use the uh, donuts as your bun yeah where is that where was that was i that don't i don't know what company right. i i think i can't remember which one it was but seriously you went you you got your hamburger <laughs> and your bun was made out of two uh donuts that, that they did. outstanding a little a little sweet with your meat that's how it went <laughs> anyway, hey. By the way, you read that. Now you had a chance to look over that. Is it not? Yes. Is I it not unnerving? Suggested it. Is it not Here unnerving? Is, all the things they talked yes. about are the same things they're talking about today. Yes. So here is the good news. That case is actually being distinguished by none other than our new Justice Gorsuch. Okay. And um, in a case called Plaza Motors of Brooklyn versus Cuomo. So here it is in a nutshell. Yeah, here's your two-minute nutshell. Um, Judge Gorsuch, Supreme Court Judge Gorsuch, has said that that case should be distinguished because the modern tiers of scrutiny were not applied in 1905. Now, there's a caveat to that. The modern tiers of scrutiny is talking about the levels of scrutiny for a governmental action uh, to determine whether it's unconstitutional, we got. Uh, by, by the way, this, this notion yeah. of of scrutiny is a leftist doctrine, and I guarantee uh, you that there is not a liberal leftist professor that teaches constitutional law that mm-hmm. questions the legitimacy of this so-called well, level of scrutiny analysis that courts have applied. They made it up. In other yeah. words, the way they yeah, apply well, the Constitution. That was my next question to you, Rob. Yeah. It's like, yeah, where did this come from? Where is this, this made tears up. of scrutiny? Entirely made, made up, up by a bunch of leftist judges. It's got nothing to do with what the Constitution is about. And, of course, you must learn it. You must teach it. But you also have to be open for uh, for discussing the for fact. For why. Yeah, right. for why it exists. But that's not what happens sure. in leftist re-education camps. No. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, by the way, did you did you know one of the judges who voted yay on this law was none other than Oliver Wendell Holmes? Oh, really? Yeah, he was he was a part of the court at that time. Isn't that amazing? Interesting. Well, so here's what they're saying. They're saying that basically, basically that the 1905 case you bring up on the smallpox vaccination was reviewed on a rational basis. If, if a case is reviewed on a rational basis, then it's going to come out constitutional. Um, if, you know, if that's whatever they're doing, the discriminating action that they're doing is not rationally related to some, as it sounds, uh, <laughs> legitimate government purpose. Now, whatever that is, 
right? A legitimate government purpose. Now, I've got to err on the side of freedom, Dave. I've got to err on the side of less government power. That's some. That's the the, the values that I'm going to uh, espouse here. Right. Is that, that you're giving the you're giving the government too much power to dictate what you do with your body, to dictate what goes into your body. Um, that that that's the prob- my my problem with it. And the courts are going to struggle with this issue. Oh yeah, um, they're this, struggling now. Yeah, the exact right. same things that they struggled with in 1905 in front of the Supreme Court. They are struggling with now. You yeah. know, where well, does where does the individual right, you know, break off where corporate rights might come into play? That's right. Well, and then so that's that's I know that's the the, the extension of this. Where do we go here? Where do we go from now? Right. right. So what's going to happen is they're going to split the baby here and they're going to say uh, they're going to play. Some, you're in, saying they're going to play Solomon. That's right. They're going to play Solomon. And what, the, what I mean by that is they're going to say, okay, if you have a religious freedom right, you tie this vaccination to some sort of religious freedom mm-hmm. or some sort of disability, mm-hmm. that puts you into a protected class. That's correct. And that gets you up, that gets you up to the strict scrutiny, um, level of scrutiny, which means um, it's going to, if, it impinges, if it impinges or it, it hurts your fundamental right, if it hurts your fundamental right, then it's going to be wrong. Now, hold that in your mind for a minute. If it hurts a fundamental right, that's only if it's a government actor. Now, switch that to a private corporation that I own, maybe making widgets or something. Guess what? The private corporation, just as the, the court came down in Texas with all those uh, nurses, um, with that the big Catholic uh, hospital over there, right? said, you know what? If you ain't getting the vaccine, go get a new job. That's right. That's that's constitutional. That's legal. That's right. I've been trying to tell people this because everybody wants to argue me with me that a company can't do that. Yes, they can, and they can do it legally. That's right. Well, and so the next question is, um, you know, how what they call me? I've gotten lots of phone calls, Dave, and a lot of your listeners are are fired up about this. I know. And that's why I'm the, talking about the it. decision. Yeah, the, the branch, the tree, the decision tree, the branch of the tree that you make here is, is it a government actor or is it not a government actor? Now, that gets it can get a little hairy there. It can get if, if it's a let's say it's a private company that's funded by government um, grants or something. Now you got a little problem there. We, so it takes an analysis to look at it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then take it one step further. A private company fires you because you don't get the vaccination. Correct. Is that okay? That's most likely it is okay unless you've reported a wrongdoing or you've got some sort of disability or a religious religious objection. That's right. So that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to be they're going to they're going to slice they're going to thin slice this thing, and we're going to be out here swinging in the wind, struggling, trying to figure out what to do. But something and, that but, but here's it. Is. Here okay, it is. go ahead. Here it is: less government control, more personal freedom. Well, did you know? Do you notice that they made the statement that the decision wasn't made by the federal government? The decision was to be made by the local legislative body. 
that's interesting. Uh, to me, they kick, they're kicking the can on yeah, down they the road. Are. It's still a government. It's yep. still the government. And I'll tell you where, I'll tell you what's really upsetting. The mayor of Little Rock has come out and put a mask mandate in place in violation of the law. Yep. So what does he do? So Go back to, to King, Go ahead. King Scott here. Yeah. Well, he, that's what he did, and we've got a lawsuit that has been issued from the Little Rock School Board, uh, right. and as well as, I forget, what was it Marion? Is that the name of the other school that, that has signed on with this to fight uh, this uh, 1002 law that right. was, not, was not changed by the session, the special session? That's right. You're it's, on it, Dave. That's it's, exactly it stayed, right. It stayed the same. So it's going to be interesting to see how the courts ruled, although with the judges in Pulaski County, if that's where it's going to be decided at, I can kind of figure out which way that's going to go, and it's going to have to move up. So we're going to get back into the same the same arguments all over again. Here's what the governor said about the uh, special session. Quote, I am disappointed by the actions of the House Public Health Committee. Uh, it is conservative, reasonable, and compassionate to allow local school districts to protect those students who are under 12 and not eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The cases and quarantines at the Marion, it was Marion, Marion School District during the last week illustrate the urgency of action. They've had a lot of COVID and uh, went on to say uh that uh, last week illustrated the the urgency of this action. If we're going to have a successful school year, then the local school districts need to have flexibility to protect those that are at risk. Now, we can have a real long discussion if the governor can prove to me that masks work, and he can't. Right, right. Even the CDC says it doesn't. Yeah, here, here's the problem with the local control argument, in my opinion, Dave. This is my first, you know, when you sit down and you think about this, okay, local control, it sounds good. Yeah, great. It, it sounds good. But let me, here, so what if uh, local control says, okay, um, we're going to limit participation in events, we're going to no in person meetings, and just like in this case that's distinguishing the 1905 case, it was a, it was a car dealership. Cuomo made orange zones, red zones, and yellow zones, right? This car dealership was was 100 feet inside the red zone. It couldn't meet people. It couldn't sell their cars. It couldn't had to do it all virtually. But you travel 100 feet, and this competitor right down the road was in the yellow zone. And they could sit in the cars. They could drive the cars. Yep. They could sell more cars because they were 100 feet away. And so with local control, you may have one school district making everybody mask up, and then 100 feet outside of a school district, there's no masks. There's no mask mandate. So what are the, what are the citizens going to do? They're going to move their kids out of the school district that's, move them into the mask? That's what Alan only? Clark wanted to allow uh, parents to do, and it didn't, it didn't go because you know why? Because that's school choice. That's why. They wouldn't let that happen. All right, when we That's come, right? Well, that brings me back to vouchers. Let's get them. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's take a break, <laughs> and then we'll come back and continue on. Robert's been 
significantly quiet right here. He's been in, enjoying hey, hey, listen. listening. He's, he's been listening. listening. Yeah, he's been getting schooled today. He's enjoying it. No, he's he, he, he just agrees with it. We'll, we'll be back in just a moment. We're talking about the intricacies of the law here, and it hasn't right. changed since 1905. The same things they argued about then, they're arguing about now. And I, I, I just wanted to get that out for everybody you don't live I, we don't live in some kind of strange strange time other than uh on the big issues small issues yes big issues no pi roofing wants you to know that uh, they use the latest in technology to make sure your roof works we had joel johnson on yesterday he was talking about they are now doing the tesla uh technology to uh, generate electricity at your home and that's using special shingles that they have developed you don't have to put you know solar panels all across the top of your house you can put like one out of every three shingles can be one of these specially uh, shingles that generates electricity and uh, joel just said all this stuff is just going wild right now the technology it's really really incredible but he did say this if you're looking to do uh solar on your house replace your roof first so that you don't uh, have to go back and take off all the solar stuff to do the to do your roof so uh, keep that in mind uh 707-3551 uh, do the uh, you know stay with the company that stays on the cutting edge of technology and uh, will make your roof as good as it possibly can. That's PI Roofing, 707-3551 and piroofing.com. All right, so Mr. Steinbach, you've been sitting there relatively quietly. So what do you think about what we've discussed? Would Would you be happy to have us in one of your classes? Sure, why not? Um, <laughs> oh, I like how that was uh, strong. Yeah, we. It'd be great to have you in here because of listen to the things that you're saying. The look, there's a lot of moving parts here. We've talked earlier today uh, already on the show about how there are some folks out there who are denying the facts about the vaccine. Yeah, the vaccine is effective, but it's not perfect. Uh, and if you don't have some sort of underlying um, problem that doctors tell you not to take the vaccine, the smart move is to take the vaccine. The vaccine is safer than catching COVID. Uh, so if you haven't had COVID and you and you haven't been vaccinated, the smart move is to get vaccinated. Whether the government can compel you, this old case, as Chris aptly points out, uh, didn't apply the right standard, and even when it applied its own standard, uses language uh, that doesn't say you're compelled necessarily to get the vaccine because the alternative was to pay a fine, much like we saw with Obamacare. You didn't have to get Obamacare. You just had to choose between getting Obamacare and paying a fine. Of course, we've now eliminated that fine, so there is no uh, fine associated with it. And I would argue that it goes beyond the the area of what this lawsuit was determining. There's not a dangerous disease out there, and if somebody didn't have Obamacare, it wouldn't have an impact upon somebody else's health. 
Right. And then that all that aptly gives rise to the question. You hear people say, well, how dare you not wear a mask because then I'm going to get infected. And the fact is we have to talk or can at least consider how we envision what a right is. If everything that I preferred was a right, um, there, uh, there would be no people voting for Democrats because I prefer everybody to vote for Republicans. Yeah, that's uh, exactly right. Everybody would <laughs> drive by my house in the morning and drop off a dollar bill because I prefer that too. To working. Uh, right, exactly. Uh, the, 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 I would get a free dessert uh, every time I go into tzatziki's. Oh, I, I generally do. But put that aside. Um, so the point is that <clears throat> there are lots of things that I prefer. Uh, I, you know me, Dave, and your audience at this point knows me fairly well, having been on this show for at least a decade, I think yep. um, even longer. Uh, and the fact is that I, I've always been a bit of a germaphobe. So when I see people before COVID coughing and sneezing, I always wonder to myself, oh, why are they outside? Why aren't they wearing a mask? But the fact is, it's not that I thought that they were compelled to stay inside. I thought it was impolite for them to be coughing, etc., cetera, uh, outside. But the choice as to whether or not I would be exposed to them is whether or not I choose to go outside, not the other way around. We never have held that people who have colds and flus have an obligation to stay inside. So now the left seems to believe, but we do have that obligation if you're suspected of having COVID. Again, if you have COVID or even suspect that you have COVID, I'd prefer that you stay home. And I prefer that you would have gotten the vaccine in the first place. <clears throat> but with all of that said, that's not how we operate. It's important to keep this in mind. All right. This is the re- reason I did the show today. Uh, we got it in the weeds a little bit more than what we do, but the Constitution is what directs this country, and you need to be up to date on why certain laws are found to be lawful and some are said not to be lawful. And I wanted to make sure we got in this today. I think you should get uh, vaccinated. I think the, 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 the logic is on my side and not on the anti-vaxxer side. All right. Got to take a break. We got Gina Martin ready to talk with us. Appreciate uh, Rob, you coming in. Appreciate you, Chris, joining me by phone. We'll talk to you again next Friday here on the Dave Ellswick Show. So I'm going to suggest that if you didn't get to hear the last hour in its entirety, that you go to, uh, you know, Facebook slash Dave Ellswick show and listen to that first hour because it's all about the Constitution and it's all about things that we're talking about now that happened back in 1902 with smallpox. And now we've got something different. And the same questions are being asked, the same 
arguments and straw men are being set up. And I, I really wish you would listen to that and share it with as many of your friends as you can. I, I didn't give you my opinion, you know, as far as it went. I sat and just read the, the, the opinion of the Supreme Court during that time. So important for you to, to go back and understand what the law is saying in the situation. And uh, Chris was right. Uh, that deals with the government compelling you to get vaccinated. When it comes to a business compelling you to get vaccinated, the business can tell you you got to get vaccinated or you could lose your job. The courts have always upheld that. So keep keep that in mind. Uh, don't write to me and say it's not right. Man, they've been they've upheld that since I long before I got on the scene. I'm just telling you they have upheld that. And then uh, so, you know, do do you do diligence and educate yourself on this kind of stuff? And that way you won't do like my dad used to say and say, you know, you know, don't prove that you're ignorant by opening your mouth and saying something that you're not, you don't understand, you know, don't go out and prove it to people, you know, let them think, let them wonder, (laughs) don't prove it. All right. Gina Martin's here. I asked her to come in today. Uh, There's still plenty of uh, tours coming up and, uh, there's one that I want you to go on for sure, and that's coming up later on in the year. And so, one we're going to go uh, just on a three-day um, jaunt uh, to Fort uh, Worth, and we've got a. It's a good deal. You get to go to the South Fork Ranch where they did Dallas. You're going to get to go down to. I think we're going down to the uh, um, stockyards. The stockyards, and you can get probably the best steak you've ever put your mouth around down there. And then last but not least, uh, in the thing that I think everybody's going to enjoy, they have a huge John Wayne exhibit uh, that you get to go and see. And it's all about what he did during the movies and all of that. It is. So it's what the date is American that? Experience exhibit. It's 10,000 square feet. That's a lot John of feet Wayne. Of just John Wayne, man. And it is November 12th. Okay. And it's a, it's a three-day tour, four meals. And you're right. South Fork Ranch, we do a chuck wagon dinner there. Mm. Uh, we go to the Bush Presidential Library. Yes. And we do the John Wayne exhibit, the Fort Worth Stockyards. And we go to a place called Oak Meadow Ranch and the Wild Horse Steakhouse. It's a it's a, a neat place outside of uh, Dallas on our way home. And they, they're known for uh, like a like their horse ranch. And uh, and they're fabulous restaurant so we'll have lunch there and all of this for 495 per person uh, it's a good deal and you get to join dave yeah i'm going to this Best one for all. sure absolutely going to this one in fact this was his idea yeah it was I, I saw the john wayne exhibit that they were opening and i said i know my listeners would love mm-hmm. just to do that mm-hmm. but then you got all kinds of cool stuff added into it and it makes it a a no-brainer well, you gotta go that's right it's the john wayne wild western weekend is what we call it and you can uh, go to littlerocktours.com and book it or you can call 501 tour bus if you want to go on that tour and we have many we tours got, well we already got people that are are making their plans to go on they this are. and that's very cool. and i talked to somebody yesterday they didn't even know we had it. he was telling me my wife is obsessed with john wayne i was like well let me tell you about something 
He was like, no way. So uh, I didn't realize that that there were just so many John Wayne fans oh, still it's huge. out there. Yeah, it's, it's huge. I mean, when TMC has their John Wayne mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. they don't have a day. They have a week mm-hmm. because you can do John Wayne movies, uh, westerns. Mm-hmm. You can do John Wayne movies, uh World War Two. Mm-hmm. You can do John Wayne movies, Quiet Man, and uh, the movies of John Wayne and John Ford. There's just so many things you can do and 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 see that John Wayne has done, and he always his movies along with John Ford were always about Americana, hmm. and he loved his country. And right now, we need more people that will stand forth and say they love their country. Well, I think this is a great way to to do that to do that That, you're exactly you're exactly right did you see that lady who won wrestling at the uh at the olympics no the other day she's a woman wrestler now wrestling women's wrestling i think been 20 years now in the olympics Mm -hmm. she was the first uh woman from america win a gold medal and to put the cherry on the top she was the first black woman to win the gold medal oh, in wow. wrestling. It was really cool. Awesome. And guess what state she's from? Texas. Really? Yeah. So anyway, I, I just thought that was that was a great story. I'm loving these stories. And she was up there talking to the press and about how much she loved America and her, had the flag draped good, over her shoulders good. and stuff. And I noticed that NBC has changed their um, the way that they are promoting the Olympics now because – the viewership is in the tank. I know that. They'll be way down in the tank. And uh, they now are saying, you know, root for Team America has been the new moniker for them. Mm. Because whether people like it or not, mm-hmm. we root for our, our country. Right. You know, I want him, I want them to kick every other country's butt. You know, right now we're leading in medals. All right, just so you know. But anyway. Enough about about uh, the Olympics. I want to talk about these some more of these trips. Mm-hmm. There's good other good things coming up. We do. We have, uh, gosh, we have next month. We have a trip to Asheville, North Carolina, and Charleston, South Carolina. Oh yeah, going to the Biltmore there, area. and that is a uh, it's a seven day trip to the Carolinas, and that departs on September the seventeenth. And we have, which we couldn't do last year because of COVID, we've got the Southwest Classic going on to see the Hogs and Texas A&M. And that's uh, also next month. Mm -hmm. So that's a uh, two-night trip to Dallas. Tickets still available, right? Tickets still available. We're about half full on that one. And then... My personal favorite. Okay. The Nashville trip. There you go. Because I, my daughter is going to be singing. But uh, I love this. This is, I love Nashville anyway, but it is a three night uh, trip to downtown Nashville, Grand Ole Opry, uh, Country Music Hall of Fame. They do these little singer songwriter tours where the singer songwriters uh, hop on and they tell the, the story and the history of Nashville and they also sing. Uh-huh. It's really fun. Uh, anyway, Farmer's Market, there's so much included in there. And then there's a private performance. Yeah, that private performance. With Gil Grand. We, we had him, on, him. The, on the air, and mm-hmm. it sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. He is the the Conway Twitty of Canada. Yeah. And you can't tell You can't tell apart. it. You cannot. It. I was playing his music, and I forget. We didn't play Hello, Darling. We played another one of the songs. And... Uh, you would not have known mm-hmm. 
and he opens his show the same way Conway Twitty yep. did, yeah. which is the stage is totally mm-hmm. black, and then you hear, hello, darling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's great. So, in the, But what's really good is this is a private performance in a place called Cabana Taps, and it is a really uh, intimate venue in Nashville, great food it's a like a dinner show and he's going to be performing he is a he has won a grammy award and many many not for a huge group either i mean it's not like you're going to sit down with right you're going to sit down with our group yeah yes and um and it's it's with uh, little rock tours just you think about that mm -hmm. and they're going to have uh songwriters there too to meet like really good songwriters songs that you've probably heard on the radio mm-hmm. they're going to meet and greet the group and um anyway so that one is september 27th and it's three nights there's so much included in that including like i said the grand Ole opry all your taxes 695 a person we're staying in downtown nashville we're right just a stone's throw from the honky-tonk highway there you go and you'll have time. time on your own to just it's amazing. I just got back from there uh, like a week and a half ago. I took my daughter yeah. to visit some colleges, and um, and boy, it was fun. Gosh, she's visiting colleges She now. is. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. She it grew really up is. overnight. So. I have watched her children grow. You have. It's, it's kind of scary. Ha- I know, and they're <laughs> like both going to be out of state. Like My other one's already gone. Yeah. She's in Oklahoma. But this she one's came about back. to go to she Tennessee. She came back just a few weeks ago. She did, but she's going to college over the summer. Who does that? Yeah, she did. loves it so much. Just so you know, I used to do you that. Did. Yes, I did. Just to avoid coming home. Just to, no, no. It was just because there was some classes that were hard to get during mm-hmm. the regular session. You get during the summer session. So I would take them then. Well, that was her logic. Yeah, see, she's doing works. biology lab because she's like, I can't do two labs at once. She's pre-med. Yeah. And anyway, I'm proud of her. She's smart. She's very smart. Yeah, she's kind of scary smart, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> hold hold your hold your powder. We're going to come back and talk further in just a second. We've got more trips we want to tell you about. Don't forget about the John Wayne trip that, that's not coming up until what, November again? November the 12th. Okay. With Dave. You'll be hearing about more of that here coming up very shortly uh, on 101. And I sure hope that you'll go with us on that. Just go to littlerocktours.com or or call up, uh, what is it, 1-800-TOUR-BUS? 501-TOUR-BUS. 501-TOUR-BUS. Little Rock area code. That's all you got to do. Tour bus. And you can sign up to go on this. And it includes this new John Wayne uh, presentation, 10,000 square foot of the Duke. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Don't forget about uh, also about uh, our good friend, Pat Davis, Mr. Health Plan Man. Uh, We talk about him as well. Yourhealthplanman.com is his website. You want to look into this to find out how you can save money. Saving money is like important to me. I hope it's important to you. And with inflation going up the way it is now, if you can save 30 to 50 percent on your health insurance, that's going to help your bottom line. Uh, it's the perfect health plans for self-employed individuals, for businesses. If you're an owner and you still supply health insurance to your employees, uh, they can. he can help you as well. Uh, give something to them that is very good uh, for your employees that don't cost them an arm and leg. 
It's actual insurance, not a share plan. You can choose any provider in the nation. There are no co-pays. And on top of a little unkept secret for insurance plans, sometimes the money that the insurance company pays, there's money left over. And, I mean, you're paying for the insurance. I mean, if there's money left over, then who should get the money? Well, surely not the insurance company. It should be you. And you can get a check sent back to you. You talk to to, to Pat about this. You call him at 501-605-6935. 501-605-6935. Or visit him online at your health plan man that's one word your health plan man.com all right we're back here on the dave ellswick show and uh again I, I got gina martin here from little rock tours she's got a lot of great tours still going on and uh, you can sign up for them and get yourself ready to go uh we told jack and it's coming up in november on november 12th we're gonna have the john wayne tour it's just a three-day thing that means we leave what on friday uh let's see August, the 12th okay. is that on a friday i, I don't know, know. i'd have to look <laughs> at my phone here let me let me look in my brain but yeah you look yeah. see when we leave the day of the week we know it's I'm on looking. november the 12th but yeah uh so it is friday okay yes friday you're leaving tomorrow saturday yeah. and we're back sunday evening. Sunday night mm-hmm. yeah it's a great way to travel it is I that's mean, a, the same thing that's going on as far as that tour to um nashville right mm-hmm no, it's extra night Nashville. Three oh. nights in Nashville. Okay, so it's a four day tour, right? Okay. Yes, you're there for three nights. Do you, do you have a whole lot of seats still remaining for that? Or are you filling that up one? Quick? We've got about twenty people on the tour. Okay, so, so we're over halfway mm-hmm. there. Nashville so keep that in mind if you want to go. This is go, that's going to be a cool one, just mm-hmm. because it's not every day you get to go to Nashville, have a great country artist come and perform just for you. Right. Yes. That's what's cool. Yeah, it's a very um, personal touch to this one. And we've never done this before. And, and um, you know, somebody told me about this venue. And and this guy performed in uh, Hot Springs. And, well, he performs all over. Yeah. And um, so we ended up getting connected to him through Hot Springs. And... He was just so fabulous and lives in Franklin, Tennessee, amongst all where they all live. Yep. And um, outside of Nashville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just uh, you hear him. You're like, wow, it's just he's so good. No, and he's and, fantastic um, and, and then, yeah, he 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 really is. And it just he gives you chills when you listen to him. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And we do the opera, of course, with yeah. that with that trip. But yeah, we have so much going on, and um, you know, we've been we just got back from the Grand Canyon. We had about forty people come back from the Grand Canyon, and they all had the time. You know, a lot of people were just so ready to travel again, just being yeah, not being able to get ready out. To and they are, and they all had the best time. And I, they were like, this has been the the best mental booster, and everybody was just glowing after that trip just see, to be amongst the, thing on Fox the News <laughs> about uh, the buffalo that was out in uh, yellowstone and fell asleep on the road no what happened you know, jammed up all the traffic because you don't wake up a buffalo so they just had to wait for him they had to wait to go around him 
Well, you know, <laughs> I've been out. Cool. I mean, those buffalo. I don't they come right up to your car. Yeah. Well, and that's, I think, one that we're adding in 2022 is Yellowstone. I love Yellowstone. So that's we always have a request time. for that. It can be hotter than blazes in Arkansas and be hotter in the daytime in Yellowstone. But at night, you open up your window because they don't have central air in most mm-hmm. of the motels. In the, the, motels, in the, um, yeah. the park. And you just open up your windows, and as the night goes on, it cools off mm-hmm. wonderfully. Mm-hmm. It gets down into the fifties up there in the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's great. Loved. I love going up there. That's a. That's just such a great, great gem for people mm-hmm. to see here in this country. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Well, and one of the other things I know your listeners will appreciate this. You know, the Veterans Branson Homecoming Week. That's is a, a big huge deal. deal. I is. remember when they started that and. They just had a few, you know, marching companies show up. Now it's mm-hmm. a monster deal. I it mean, is over a the last really big deal. Years. And they they do this annually, and it's an event for service members and their families, a celebration to remember uh, the brave men and women who served our nation. And that again is that's a, a November tour that we have. Um, going on as well and so and it does include seeing jesus mm-hmm. at sight sound theater so if you missed it on dave's tour yeah earlier boy, this that year, was a great show yes so it if was you still really see a good show that show we've got that going on in um november i'm just going to tell you right now sight and sound broadway cannot outdo them mm-hmm. for what they do on stage i've always said that it was absolutely amazing the special effects mm-hmm. they use mm-hmm. i didn't know they could use those type of special mm-hmm. effects on stage i know it's what you expect yeah. out of a movie you I know, know. cgi or something mm-hmm. and they really make it look like they're sailing down uh you know you know galilee uh, lake and all that other stuff it's and great. you know they're extending the jesus the, oh, are they? they're gonna extend it because they didn't get a good run because the of the pandemic right and so they have extended it just because of the demand. And like you said, it's just spectacular. Everybody wants to see it. And those are, you know, everyone's getting vaccinated, able to get up there and, um, you know, feel good about traveling again. So anyway, it's um, we've got that going on in November as well. But we plan to offer a few more shows up to Sight and Sound Theater for good. 2022. Well, people will be into that. Coming up next at Sight and Sound will be David yes that will be a great show yeah i want to see that one too we're just about out of time tell everybody how to find out about all the other trips that we had sure, to yes. touch base on just go to littlerocktours.com you can give us a call 501 tour bus we'd love to have you on any one of our trips that's going uh this year the carolinas uh john wayne weekend with dave Jesus at Sight and Sound Theater, Nashville next month. Hey, and if you like the Hogs, we're going to the Southwest Classic. So 501 Tour Bus or just go to LittleRockTours.com. All right, Gina, thanks for coming Thank in. Thank you so much. I know that you, you come in the night before so you don't have to drive it, you know, God awful crack of dawn <laughs> and to be on the show. So we appreciate you. Thanks so much. And uh, again, LittleRockTours.com. Check it out. Get yourself set up for a nice, uh, you know, bus trip, uh, tour bus uh, trip out there and check things out. All right, back. Dave Ellswick's show. Don't forget about David Lucas and what he has for you. Because if you have questions about filing for Social Security, then you need a copy of his booklet, Your Guide to Social Security. 
and it's 27 pages of answers that outlines what you need to know. Uh, And it can help you get even more income when you file for Social Security. So if you're within five years of filing for Social Security, get the free booklet now by calling 501-222-3315. As a bonus, you're going to receive a free customized Social Security analysis. And this pinpoints the uh, optimal time. To ring every nickel out of your benefits, it's worth about a thousand dollars. You're going to get it absolutely free. Pick up the phone, call now at five zero one two 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 thirty three fifteen. Again, five zero one two 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 thirty three fifteen. All right, Matt should be getting in touch with us here in just a moment, and uh, we'll talk to him about the big movies opening this weekend. The biggest movie that's going to be hitting the big screen again uh, this weekend, not again, but because uh, it's the first day of its release, uh, is the new Suicide uh, Squad, which uh, I'm going to read to you what I wrote to Zach. Zach asked me what I thought of uh, the new uh, Suicide Squad, and I said, I just got back from the movie when he hit me with his text. And I said, it's the best DC movie that's been made except for the very first Wonder Woman. The first Wonder Woman was great. Second one, eh, not not as great. I said, it's profane. It is rated R. So, look, don't bring your kids to it. It's not for kids. Uh, And... uh, don't go to it and then send me an email and say, I can't believe you will tell me to go see that movie. I'm telling you right now, bad language galore. It is the Suicide Squad in the comics. They were exactly the same way as they're portrayed on the screen. It is extremely gory and uh, it's funny and it's really over the top, but it is entertaining. I'll let you know because I happen to like the, the, um, the comics i thought the comics were great as well matt smith is here he is of course the man behind you know the hot springs uh vip cinemas the you know riverdale 10 uh vip cinemas the uh, the cabot vip cinemas that's where i see my movies at up to searcy vip cinemas up to batesville at the oaks and uh the batesville vip cinemas as well so have you sat down and watched the Suicide Squad, Matt? Hey, it's great. It's awesome. I agree with everything <laughs> that you're saying. I would put it in more along the lines of like a Deadpool type type of uh, movie. And yeah, I mean, it's not for the squeamish and you don't need to take your kids to it. It's an adult comic book movie. I mean, that's really what it is. And, yeah. you know, you're spot on what you're saying. I mean, don't you think it compares very well to Deadpool? Oh, right? yeah. Uh, well, absolutely. I like how... Uh, Gunn, who's the director, he is a huge Suicide Squad fan. And in the very beginning of the movie, he he destroys he destroys the last Suicide Squad movie. I mean, it was so hilarious what he did in that. I thought that that was an interesting way of saying, hey, this is the brand new. This is the real Suicide Squad now. Forget about those other make-believe uh, suicide squad members 
Well, everybody's talking about, you know, uh, Will Smith this, Will Smith that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Nobody's missing him in this movie. No. You know? Dangerous. It's way, Abba it's way does, better. He does a great job of filling in that part, man, as Bloodsport. He really does. He really, but really does. This movie's better than the other one. It's yeah. a better movie. It is Don't a better movie. Don't you agree with that? No, yeah. oh, of course. It, it, it is definitely better written, better directed, and... Uh, I thought it was interesting that the I won't I won't give anything away, but the monster at the end that they that they end up battling was one of the first monsters that the Fantastic Four took on. Did you know that? That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> my take my take is um, you know Harley Quinn is back, and I know Margot Robbie kind of stubbed her toe there with Birds of Prey. Yes, yeah, she did, but. This movie is redemption for her. Don't you agree? Oh, man. Look, yes. she was good in the first Suicide Squad, but she is really Quinn in this movie. She's everything you would expect that, there's just that no comic be. Yes, yes. There's no comparison between these two films. None. This movie blows that one away. Oh, but, by the way, for all the people who don't know this, Sylvester Stallone is in this movie. I thought you weren't telling secrets, man. Spoiler well, alert. Spoiler I, alert. Spoiler hey, alert. I got to tell you. Well, you're going to see it. It, it pops up <laughs> on the screen. And they, they tell you that he's part of the cast. But he is wonderful in this movie. Can I just say num num? Uh, I guess you can. I'm not, I'm <laughs> you know. Hey. I, I thought that they were going to use... Um, uh, Vin Diesel in that part, and they didn't. So I thought, or and I heard that Brandon Fraser had been uh, uh, tied to that part, and the, and I'm not saying what part it is, uh, but they Fraser? ended up they ended up using the Sylvester Stallone in it. It's great. It's great. there you go. There it's you really go. good. Seen uh, Cena's in it. He's wonderful, even though he wears a toilet bowl on his head. Uh, it it <laughs> it's, it's a good movie. It's such a good movie. Got to love it. Got to love it. Did you like how they used Rooker in that movie? I can't complain about the film. I think it's everything that I expected it to be. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it really is. And I'll get in there with you. You say it's the best DC movie ever. Next, I think, I still think the first Wonder Woman movie is their best one. But I got to tell you, right there is, is this movie. It really is. It is right there. Well, and even Shazam is up at the top, too. Oh, no, I like Shazam a lot. The second Wonder Woman was just god-awful. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was. it was. It was horrible. They got they woke. That, oh, man, they stuck that fireworks scene in the middle. It didn't even fit with what was going on. Yeah, You know, they stuck that in there later when they decided to move the release date to Fourth of July. It was stupid to even add that scene. And then the movie ends, and they stick a scene on the end about Christmas. And, you know, they just stuck that scene on there in the end when they decided to move the release date to Christmas. It didn't even go with the rest of the film. The second Wonder Woman movie is just bunk, okay? It's not the trash that in the Heights is, okay? Ugh. It is a bunk movie. They did the character wrong. The second Wonder Woman movie is just its atrocious compared to the first or compared to Shazam or to this new Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Well, it's now, a great movie. Yes. People. Know that it's R-rated, but just know that you're going to walk out and it's an over-the-top fun movie. It really, really is. 
That's true. It is over the top. Yes. My, my wife Absolutely. didn't think she'd like it. We walked out and she said, that was good. <laughs> now, <laughs> some of the, like, uh, the choreography with the action. Oh, and kind of amazing. The, the, the violence that works somewhat on a ballet-type schedule. Yep. Uh, you know, or a ballet-type. It, it's a ballet-type theme to some of the violence, the way it just kind of fits together. And I compare some of that to, you know, that movie Nobody, which was out back in the spring. How they how they put together some of the action scenes in that film, right? Yeah, yep. kind of reminds me of that. I know you saw Nobody with uh, Bob Odenkirk. I know you saw that. Yeah, I went and but, saw it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, yeah. you know, I, it, it reminds me a lot when you're talking about how they they do slow motion and stuff yes. in it. Yeah, uh, it's a whole lot like how the first Matrix movie uses slow motion with bullet time True. and all of that. True. True. Yeah, I, I think done. Suicide Squad is great. It is a good time. It is over the top. It is a really serious R movie, no doubt. So, yeah, I, but but highly recommend it. And, you know, hey, we've got another serious R movie coming up uh, Tuesday, April 10th at 7 p.m. Blazing Saddles. Hey, baby. It's our First Rated Amendment. R. First Amendment movie. We just show this when we want to make our point about the First Amendment. This is a movie that I doubt, I know that you doubt as well, could be made today. Oh, yeah. They, they'd be, yeah, they'd be so uh, afraid to make that. And that's, that was, that's part of the problem with um, the viewership down in the Olympics, part of the problem with the viewership down at the Academy Awards. Nobody wants that woke junk. Yep. Um, you know, and, and a lot of those movies at this year's Academy Awards we're just kind of painting by the numbers. You know, we've got this certain agenda. We've got to check off these boxes before we make this movie, you know, um, and, and that destroys, that destroys art. I also I realized that most of the, most of the great motion pictures, um, you know, that could have been Academy Award nominated for this past, you know, April, uh, have been held back. So that's part of the problem too. Uh, but yeah, the woke is, the woke is, the woke is absolutely terrible. It is terrible when they do a movie that way. You're, you know, no doubt about it. Well, we both agree with that. I mean, yeah, if, Blazing if, Saddles is a slap in the face to those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Brooks and Richard Pryor definitely know how to slap. There's no doubt about that. No doubt That's about true. that. Come I see mean, it on the big screen. Tickets are only five dollars. It's Tuesday, August the tenth, seven p.m. Coming Tickets up on, this Tuesday. Riverdale10.com. Get your tickets. It's Tuesday night. Five I, get, bucks. I won't be there. I wish I could, but, well, it's my 30th wedding anniversary. Look out. All right. Look out. That, that, yeah. that takes precedence over uh, Cleavon Little, I got to tell you. <laughs> Just, but I love that movie. I mean, I've got that movie on DVD, and if I happen to be watching television and I come across it, it's like Christmas vacation, i got to stop wherever I come in at and watch it. What's not to love? Yeah, it's hilarious. It's it's a great movie. You got to see it. And just remember, if you're one of those people who think that words really kill people, then make sure you go see this movie. Yeah, because you won't absolutely. you won't walk out alive if that's the case. That's true. <laughs> true. That's true. And the less the less people that uh, are part of the cancel culture, as far as I'm concerned, the better. So anyway, that's coming. By the way, let me ask you a question. Yeah. In November, we were going to show The Godfather. We're not going to get to do it because they pulled The Godfather movies right now. Yeah, I don't know the answer to your question. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say. Told you. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> guess, if we get the movie we're wanting to get, 
we may have to have six or seven theaters for that. Oh, get out of here. Come on now. It's going to be crazy. I'm just telling you, it will be crazy. Come on now. Come on now. Because that star still still does. I mean, TMC (laughs) did two whole weeks of those movies. I couldn't believe it, but they did. And you know what I didn't also believe? I sat and watched all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I watched all of them. Listen, hold on. I'll be right back with you. We'll talk about what's coming up in the, the weeks to come. Next weekend, three big movies are opening up again. We want to talk about that. Our guest is Matt Smith here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Stay tuned. We've got more to talk about. I need to talk to you about East End Towing. Don't forget about them. Patrick uh, McIntyre has put together one of the best towing companies here in central Arkansas. If something happens, if something happens for your car on the road, whether, you know, your, your battery goes bad, your serpentine belt breaks, uh, you know, you have a flat tire, you have a wreck, Whatever it is, they can handle the situation for you. East End Towing can handle it, and they've got all the answers as well. I just used them last week to get my uh, my car, my daughter's car, off the road and uh, to Sonny's, and then from Sonny's to Joe's, and then her car got fixed now, and we uh, got it back to um, my uh, my family. And uh, it's running fantastically now. But, uh, you know, they they moved the car where I needed it to be moved when I needed it to be moved. And they did a fantastic job doing it. They belong to Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed. They're insured. And each truck is permitted. That's East End Towing. Keep this number in your wallet or in your purse or in your glove compartment. 888. 8849. It goes without saying 501 area code 888-8849. Well, if you think it's going to be a great weekend because we got the Suicide Squad coming out, you're right. It's also going to be a great Tuesday because we've got the uh, Dave Ellswick 101.1 FM classic movie uh, Blazing Saddles showing for only $5 to get in and watch it. But next weekend... A couple of very interesting movies that are going to hit the big screen again. One that has uh, Ryan Reynolds in it. The other that has uh, Jennifer Hudson in it. And I got to tell you what, let's talk about that movie first and its respect. It's about uh, Aretha Franklin and uh, Jennifer Hudson got the voice to play Aretha and she looks the part of Aretha. It looks good. Yeah, respect. Uh, got our first showing Thursday night, August the 12th. Uh, of course, uh, Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds, is also Thursday night the 12th. And Don't Breathe 2. Yeah, I Thursday forgot. That's the, That was the third movie, Don't Breathe 2. I mean, I, I can't wait to see that either. I want to see how they, how they continue that storyline that they had from the first movie. All of those tickets are on sale now. You can get them at the website, Riverdale10.com. Uh, Respect looks great. Read the Franklin story. Going to be awesome. And, of course, you know, great actress that can also sing, mm-hmm. playing that role. Uh, really looking forward to seeing that. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds, great film from Disney. And, of course, Don't Breathe 2 is from Sony. Uh, the first one was Magnificent. So, yes, I'm with you. I want to see that story go forward, see that character. 
uh, and how they handle that. You know, they kind of bring him out of hiding yep. by kidnapping a girl that he's developed a relationship with, you know, and that's kind of like his family. And that's what brings a guy to hiding. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Nice so, take on it. You no, know, here's my key, and, and I've seen the same trailers that you have about that young lady. Is that by chance the daughter of the woman that he dealt with in the first break-in? You know, that is hinted at. Oh, is it? Right? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. And so I, I don't know. I guess that's part of the reveal of watching the film. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm I looking forward to that. it. I, I, I think that's the connection. I, I, I really do. I'm on the same page with you there. Yeah, I don't know whether I'll go see that on Thursday night if I'll see Free Guy, because Free Guy looks just absolutely fantastic. Sounds like we got you Thursday, Friday, and Saturday next week. <laughs> That's a good. Yeah, I'll go see all three. I went. To, I went three three movies last week. I, you know, I went and saw the Green Knight, which I thought was incredible. Some people didn't like it as much. I don't know if they went thinking it was going to be something else that it wasn't. Uh, the best way I can tell people about that movie, it reminds me of John Borman's Excalibur. I'm, I'm with you on that. What about Stillwater? Did you watch Stillwater? Yeah, I liked Stillwater was okay for me. I gave it a C plus, and the reason I gave it a C plus is that what they did is they they took a person's life story, and she has not given the okay to do a movie about her, and then made another movie changing the names but telling the same story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they changed the names and changed the location. Yeah. Instead of Italy, they put it in France. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, I mean, but it, yeah, they ripped off her story. Totally agree with you there, 100%. You're and on, and you're that really, it. really bothered me. I mean, to be honest, Damon, that was not cool. Damon does a good job. I mean, he, he does a good job okay. acting in this movie. And the actress that is uh, kind of his partner there when he's in France is very good as well. Yes, yes, I agree. You know, it was well cast and it was well directed. It's just that I, I had some sour, I had a little sour stomach about what well, they we, had done. We've got four movies coming up on the 20th. Oh, you what know? you got on the 20th? Yeah, well, on the 20th, we'll have Paw Patrol, rated G from Paramount Pictures for All the right. kids. i got to take my grandson. Reminiscence, PG-13 from Warner Brothers, starts on the 20th. Okay. The Protégé. The protege, with uh, Samuel L. Jackson about an assassin from Lionsgate starts on the 20th. Now, if it's Samuel and, L. Jackson, I'm in. Count me. Yes, and also on the 20th, Nighthouse from Searchlight Pictures, uh, a horror movie. That starts on the 20th. So we got four films on the 20th. And then something I'm really looking forward to, Candyman, is August Oh, 27th. yeah. Oh, yeah. Re- reboot of that film. Uh, I tell you, the the producer, the director, the stars, uh, I love the trailers. I haven't seen it yet, but I really, really think it is a great reboot of that motion picture. Uh, it's going to be great. The first one was such a groundbreaking, cool film. I'm uh, looking forward to that. That's Candyman, August 27th. So three movies on the 12th, four movies on the 20th, and Candyman on August 27th. Oh, Good lineup for August. Yeah, you got it. And typically, it's kind of a weak month because – Kids are kind of going back to school and stuff, and so the theaters kind of hold back, or the movie movie companies. Not this year, man. They're getting their product out because it's been sitting there ready to go. 
Yes, yes. And it's a good lineup of films. I mean, it, it really is. And like you said, especially for late August. Yeah. A great lineup yeah. of films. It's going to be fantastic. Well, i got to let you go, Matt. We'll let people know. Uh, Hot Springs VIP Cinema, Riverdale 10 VIP Cinema here in Little Rock, Cabot VIP Cinema, Searcy VIP Cinema, and the Oaks up in Batesville and their VIP Cinema. You can see uh, all these movies. Go to uh, Riverdale10.com and all the theaters are at your disposal right there. Have a great weekend. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later, Matt. Appreciate your time here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Go see a movie. Go to dinner this weekend. Have a good time. Enjoy yourselves. I'll be back with you on Monday at 6 a.m. Power Panel is going to be in, and joining us is going to be one of the Republican women that I've been talking so highly about. She'll be here to uh, talk with us as well. So have a great weekend. Uh, they bumped up the rain possibilities of 50% today, so it may be a little wet. But tomorrow... 6% chance of rain and sunny UV index at 11. I'll be out by my pool tomorrow, just to let you know. So live free. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday, 6 a.m.